It's me. It's motherfucking Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. (laughs) I have my two best friends since birth, really. Yep, Danielle. Say hello. Why do you say Danielle? Because I'm from Utah. It's my Utah accent. And Madison. Oh, aka the hot girl from Grown Ups. You're welcome for bending over in front of the whole world <laughs> <laughs> at the ripe old age like, of I 16. <laughs> I was 19, and you were oh, traumatized I was 19. by it. Did you that have was... your boob job yet? Yeah. Oh wow! You had my boobs done at 17. Oh yeah, that's right. She got them done super early. I remember she called me and said, <laughs> "I look different the next time you see me," and I go. You got a boob job because you you have to have sex to get pregnant, which you weren't doing then. No. So it had to have been a boob job. She could have got her butt done. Madison? Never. I'm not a... I'm I mean, she a... was pretty flat too, so... But she didn't tell me. You know that. I didn't tell anybody because she I wasn't even me. planning on doing it. I just went in for a consultation. He was like, I have a cancellation on Thursday. And I was like, great, I'll get them done. I didn't even... This is how I made big life decisions back then. I did not even think twice. Wow. Did I you did it. regret that decision or were you no, happy with it? I love my boobs. Amazing. They're great. They're and they're perfect go. size. I've had them for like they're lovely. They, they look natural. Yeah. They're not they huge. They feel natural. They're perfect. Yeah. They're good. They're, they're my f- friends. <laughs> They've been with you for a long time. Yeah. You know what though? I kind of feel that same way about my boob job. This like woman promised me I was going to be like a Victoria's Secret model if I got my boobs done. <laughs> Spoiler like alert, it one? didn't happen. <laughs> Wait, you're the first time. Around. Oh, the ways the that first life time. Means. So okay. Madison and Danielle, we go way, way back, like from well, not Danielle, but we actually didn't even have a choice whether we wanted to be friends or not. We were kind of just thrown into life, thrown into life as friends and family. Yeah, because our moms got to be best friends in, in middle school. In middle school, and my mom always says that your mom was always very deep. <laughs> Because in high school, when my mom was like picking out a new shirt, your mom was hauling out furniture. Yeah. <laughs> She's always really liked she did nice like mature things. things. She did very mature things. So no, we didn't have a choice. But I feel like I would pick you guys as my friends regardless. Oh, do you feel that way? Of course, no, you do. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I do. I do, but it's beautiful because we are so similar in so many ways. But then we also have totally different likes also so it's about ba- it's a, like such a balanced friendship i think so too on all levels and it feels non-judgmental like family unconditional that's the word that's yeah. it <laughs> unconditional <laughs> that's it so you guys know that danielle 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 <laughs> danny gave danny Just danny gave birth to the most perfect little boy Aww. who's here right now he's fresh off the tit Cooing. Um, cooing with his dad. He needs his diaper change. So. He need, but luckily, his dad knows how to do that. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I really just, Danielle's birthing experience oh, is one that, number one, obviously, I can laugh about now because it's just, you have to know Danielle, all right? Danielle is like, I'm natural don't worry the baby's not just left crying the baby's with its dad she just walked out 
<laughs> we but just put it outside for a minute. You had this Behave. whole plan, Danielle. Oh, God, you guys. I wanted, like, natural home birth, birthing tub, like, any, all all of it. From like, the jump. Yeah. I, I worked with a midwife. I went into two OB appointments, and they traumatized me. One of them was, like, right when I walked in, the first thing she said to me was, you're high risk. And I was like, you don't even know Bitch. me. You, <laughs> you don't know my health like how healthy I am. I'm a bit older, so that's why she said that. And I get that they have to say that. But I was like, I don't even know you. And that's what you're going to say to me. Like, this is a scary first. Like, you're going to, the My person first pregnancy, who's first, like, like their first pregnancy, you're going to plant fear right away. Right Do away. you mind saying your age for listeners? I am 36. Okay. Not at all. And you I just gave proud. birth in November. Yeah. Okay. So that was the first appointment. Yeah. They did the ultrasound? They did the first ultrasound, yes. And everything, everything looked stick okay. A prob, prob up your vagina. Yeah, they probe you. Yeah, so and fun. everything looked fine. All my everything was normal. She said, "Well, we're gonna have to have you in a lot more or more frequently than a normal, just a normal pregnancy because of your high risk." And I was like, "I'm not coming into this office every week. Like, fuck that." Then I go, "Okay, well, I don't want to see her again. She really, I didn't like needs her. Needs to work on her bedside. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like." <laughs> Like no. etiquette and <laughs> sweetness, even in a medical situation. But I switched OBs. I switched OBs like six, seven months into my pregnancy. Yeah, you, you gotta like find one that feels like it was maybe at like twenty. <laughs> I'm bad at months and weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? How many months are you at? Like twenty five weeks. I don't know. How, it's so weird how they do it by weeks, and you're like, why do they do that? And then when you get pregnant, you're like, because yeah, I'm twenty five weeks. Bad like, at math. That's like so six it's, months. Oh, so I was right. Like I didn't. Five. I don't even know. All right. Anyway, I switched OBs as well because I didn't like my original one's bedside manner. Yeah. At my 20-week appointment, they send me over the results and I'm Googling all of these big words. And they literally, when I was Googling, it was like dwarfism for ocean. And I kept trying to get my OB on the phone and I'm (gasps) like, I'm freaking out. I just need to know that my baby's healthy. Like, obviously, no matter what, this is my baby. I just need to know how I need to take care of myself. What do I need to do for the baby? She would not call me back. That's horrible. And so I was left to my own devices. Yeah. Yeah. To send you information and not explain it is horrible. Right. So as well, I was like, I'm moving on. And Dr. Rothbart, who delivered my baby, Brittany's baby, Stassi's Brittany is delivering Christina Kelly's He's great. He okay, was. back to you. Yeah. So the second appointment, you had a different OB. So, yeah. So then I got referred to another one. And I told him that I wasn't interested in doing the glucose drink. Because if you do research on the glucose drink, it's super toxic and has lots of uh, fake chemicals in it. And there's really no – or there's other ways to test your glucose level to see if you have di- digestional diabetes. Yeah, I yeah. I say that right. And so I told him, I was like, I'm not interested in the drink. I want to do it this way or this way or this way. And he was like, nope, sorry. If you're in my practice, you will do what I say or else you can go find a new practitioner. All so right, the- tyrant. <laughs> I know. It was very, it was rough. Like it the was arrogance harsh. sometimes that And he's like, I have, I have a high rating of healthy babies, so you must follow my protocol because that's why I have such high ratings and i was like okay well i don't want to do the drink so fuck you okay so (laughs) both both experiences i was like i don't like any of this so then i went midwife and i kind of was gonna go midwife i just wanted to like go to my first appointment and hear the heartbeat 
hear the heartbeat, make sure it was in there, you know. Yeah. And it just rubbed me the wrong way both times. I was just like got really gross feelings about it. So I went to my midwife and she was glorious. Shout out, Pouty. Just you, did it in her home. Yeah. The appointments. I just would go in there. She <laughs> She did it in her home. We, we just did it in her home. What did you do in her home? Like measured the no, belly. No. Did she belly have to finger you and stuff? No. No, never. She like te- the glucose, she said she tested, she pricked my finger, tested my blood. Then I got to go eat uh, any kind of breakfast I wanted. And then I came back and she pricked my finger and she tested my blood to see how my blood handled the sugar levels. And she said, you're fine. You don't have any thing to worry about okay everything that i did throughout my whole pregnancy was nothing high risk i had the most easiest pregnancy i never got sick all my levels were normal and i'm vegetarian so like to have normal like iron levels and stuff i mean i had to supplement with like iron but it was like the easiest pregnancy no you did have an easy pregnancy at what point did you buy the bathtub and say i'm balls to the wall with the giving second birth in this bathtub Patty. huh like since the like my third appointment, I wasn't even showing yet, and I was like, "I'm doing this. I'm doing this." Had you always like, wanted a home birth? How old were you when you were like, "I'm gonna do the all natural way, no drugs"? Honestly, looking back, because I've always wanted a baby, but I've always been traumatized about being in a hospital. Okay. So I think subconsciously, I was like, "I'm gonna have to figure out how to have this baby more, like out of the hospital." And then when I started doing the research, after I mean, I was doing research before I got pregnant. Let's be honest, but. I think, I mean, forever. I've always probably subconsciously wanted a home birth. And guess that what? is the really, most savage thing ever. You can really romanticize. Well, it's like just naturally. Like I mean, you, and there's, there's nothing about that that sounds fun, safe. It's totally. It's actually well. Safer. D- it doesn't sound fun. Birth is sounds terrifying. It's, <laughs> the whole it's actually the statistics are a lot safer. My birth was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My birth was like. I was shooting rainbows out but of my You had kitchen. no fear going into your birth. You didn't have any anxiety about the whole process. You were totally at peace the whole time. Even though you knew that you were going to do it with an epidural, like you didn't have any anxiousness about it. I was nervous about getting the epidural because I'm a, I'm scared of needles. Yeah, yes. it was it was it was bad, right? <laughs> no, but when they the most basic thing they do to you, which is put a needle in your arm, yeah. like literally just when you arrive, I passed out twice and I woke up and there were just doctors all around me and they're like, are you good? I was like, I just uh, went into the abyss. Are you done? I'll be right back. I was like, it's the needle. Did they give you the laughing gas? No, that's probably what they should have done. That's when I got my wisdom teeth out and they were going to put me under. They gave me that before they did the needles to kind of like get you... Yeah, but like, can they? Can you do that when you're pregnant? They gave it to her yeah. when she. Oh, they, look at her face, Danielle. Yeah. yeah, they did. Okay, before but hold on. I was able How? to get that. Okay, before so before I was able to get. Spoiler that. Okay. alert! Sorry, another one. <laughs> Sorry. She obviously went to the hospital at yeah. some point. Well, okay. also, I just want to say, up to this point, I'm like, yes, that's what I'm going to do. So I don't know where. I don't think you're going to lose me. I think I'm like home birth, like the glucose drink. Bad. Yeah, bad. I'll, like the midwife. Wait, you want a home birth? Just well, I'm thinking about it now. She hasn't said anything to turn me there's off. Also, there's and really beautiful home births. Yeah. Like it's not you always. Get, like you get one-on-one attention with your midwife. You ask her any questions. She spent like an hour with me each visit. And these are women you're, you're not bonded with. They've delivered hundreds of babies. So They're far, like, yeah. it's I'm it's getting convinced the, to have. Oh, 100%. This is and I would why do it over and over and over again. Midwife all the way. All the way. No, I 
love that part. Yes. My thing is, number one, if something goes wrong, because you can't tell what's going on with the baby inside of your stomach. Like, I just think I feel more comfortable. Are you talking about, like, when you're in labor? Yes, okay. when you're doing a home birth, you can't tell. Like, and if the baby needs medical attention when it comes out, like, I just feel safer in a hospital. However, let's just say everything is roses, the baby comes out fine in the end. I think the pain, I would pass out cold. That's my thing. That's the thing that, because I, I would be like, yeah, I want to do it naturally. But and I, I was don't, like, I, got I this. don't have a great relationship with physical pain. No. Emotional pain? <laughs> Mental pain, spiritual pain. Like, I have a high tolerance for those things, right? Like, right. But physical pain for me, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Totally. Yeah, don't wait, wanna... I was the one that you were like, you could probably do this. My, my sister has been gnarly since she came out of the womb. She's like, no, very high pain She's tolerance. like literally crashed on motorcycles and like slid on pavements. Yeah, she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm like, your leg is <laughs> like you pretty like toe you. up. <laughs> She's I like, Look, I don't care. Like, let me get on the skateboard. Don't you think it's going to score cool? <laughs> I would say Did yes. you mention that all three of you live together? So Danny and Madison are sisters, and all three of them live together, right? Just On and off through. For your friends to know, because I yeah. feel like that's a, yeah. Madison, yeah, we're going to be bopping in and out of your birthing story, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's but so yes, much lost. ground. I first moved out to LA, and Madison and I shared a bed. And I remember that we wanted to get our bodies on point, but we loved to sleep in. So we kept our phones out in the kitchen for the alarm to go off so that we physically had to get out of the bed to turn them off. And then we just get back in bed. No, it was the dumbest. Like, there was no drive. No motivation. No, no drive, no motivation. And I think it's after I moved. Didn't you book all that stuff or was it before? Yeah, well, I was always very responsible. I just wasn't, I've never had the type of, like, hustle ambition. I always was really lucky and I just did things because I knew that it was, like, a process that you have to go through to get. And then I was responsible. So, like, that was to the extent. But I didn't have this, like, fiery drive to win an Oscar. Yeah. You know, because totally. it mattered. The care like I just did not give a shit. I um, like liked yeah. my acting classes because I got to like explore my psyche. You know, it wasn't yeah. like I cared that much about character work. And right. Like you didn't care enough to sit down, break down a character, really feel what they not were feeling really. emotionally. The more I got involved with acting, the less I cared about all that. But then there's the speaking. Like, you and I have always loved speaking and kind of performing. So, like, naturally, like, with what we're doing now, that was always fun. Oh, yeah. That's why I started doing reality yeah. TV. I was like, hold up. I get to me. entertain, but just be me. I don't have to remember any lines. No, you're going to shove a camera in my face, which is what I've always wanted. And I don't have, like, I just get to be myself. See, for her, Girl, she's, she's like, you get to shove a camera in my face. And for me, I'm like, oh, my God, get the camera away from me. Which is so weird because I remember even back in the day, you got a call from, like, your manager or something to audition for the OC. Oh, yeah. I called my fraudulent manager and was like, I need to audition. And with not even you actually had a coach. I got like a, a normal. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we, I'm. Well, it's like you she act did. like I booked it. It's not like I got Madison, the job. You put, I still had braces you on. Put, you put work into it. And at this time, we were taking an acting class together in Utah. And you missed to go on your callback. 
And me, I went to the audition, didn't practice at all, sat in a hotel room. I practiced by myself, but like coaching OC was the biggest show on television at this point in time. Yeah. Not one minute of coaching. Me and my bronzed fucking cowboy boots that I got on Rodeo Drive walked into that audition, never got a call back. She got a call back for everything. And I would rarely, I like would procrastinate on working on anything. I'd just like throw myself in front of You're such a bitch. (laughs) But it's not like it worked out well. Like I. It did work out well. well. You just didn't want. Grownups really freaked me out. The pressure, I buckled. That's where it's like I hit that wall. When you did grownups? That shifted a lot for me. Was there someone, Madison, someone we might know who you constantly, because if I understand correctly, actors get callbacks and there's only a few of you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people, those actors start to see the same people in those callbacks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. I used to audition with Jennifer Lawrence. I went to a movie with her. Back just as like just friends, as friends because we oh. kept she had just moved here I had just moved here and we would we like would joke and kind of get along in the waiting rooms mm-hmm. and then we were like we should hi- hang out and we should go out and hang out and so we went to the Grove to see a movie and she showed up late and with her boyfriend <laughs> I was like well this doesn't feel fun at all for me I don't I don't know what this I don't know if you just needed time with your boy like I don't know what that was but. We like saw the movie and then are just like, well, good to see you and left and then just never saw her again. Because and then like television. watched her career shoot up like Oscar winning actress. Meanwhile, I'm like a bottle girl and like serving in freaking restaurants. And then in later York. in life, she went on Watch What Happens Live and called me the C word. <laughs> did she apologize? I forgot. She did because yeah. I went on to Twitter in a drunken stupor and was like, you fucking catch me outside, bitch. And like. I'm about to go toes. I've never been in a fight in my life. And what makes me think that her security guard would even let me within five feet of her to drag her? She did it. She sent an apology email. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. 
And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. See, I have so many questions about you guys when you were younger, but I first, can we... I'm sorry, birth story. it's just story. Her, birthing, her birthing story. Dude, it's it's so just, good. now it's I laugh my no. ass off about I'm it. I'm used to this. I'm so, because up to the point, I just want to hear the story because I want to know if there's a way to combine them, combine your experience and yours, like yes. a midwife, but also be at the hospital in case you something can. goes yes. wrong. Yes. Well, like, in certain states. Like, no... No, you could do, but it's easier. In California, it's a little harder. They said the laws with that type of thing in the hospitals work well. But here's the in, thing is like no hospital is going to turn you down if you need to get to the hospital. But by the way, I think it's less about the hospital. I think it's more about your OB. Like there were my original one. I told her I'm eating my placenta and she was like, I don't do that. So she wouldn't work with the placenta eating company. And she probably sells them. Probably. Oh, God. She's like, no, they're mine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. That's what I. And then I, I, the aftermath, like mine, I was like, I wonder what they just did with. Did that. you eat it? No, I didn't. Really? That's I'm vegetarian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I just she it really wasn't. sticks by her. It was Well, mine were put in capsules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. But my OB, like the hospital, is really, like it's really. You and your OB being on the same page. No, but that's the perfect thing. You have your midwife and they can come in as you like your support and, and your totally. advocate and they know all the medical jargon. And so if you need someone to speak on behalf for you and you're not like a super hospital medically person, they can kind of Well, work and usually with each a other. lot of midwives work with hospitals that work with them. Like they, they support each other. Got it. There's a lot of OBs that hate midwives because obviously they're they think they're taking their business or whatever yeah. the they're hostile towards them because right. birth is the business. Yeah, is they're there, like, do you know how long I went to medical school to do this fucking shit? <laughs> right. No, birth, really. Yeah. But where did was there any point? Because I know you're you're getting back to their story, but I'm just curious: was there any point before the labor that you're like, uh, starting to feel like maybe I should not have a midwife, or maybe I should go to the hospital? No. What? How did this? No, go? I was okay. I was committed. Listen, I didn't even pack a hospital bag. <laughs> I literally was like, if I pack a hospital bag, it means subconsciously I have a, I'm going to go to the hospital. Okay. So I was just like, I'm not even going to go there. I Mentally, you thought you'd be, sh- I can yeah. do this. I can do this. I, I just visualizing. I felt like I could do it. Manifesting, visualizing. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Madison. There's truth okay. to it, but also. So I get the call that Danielle is in labor, right? Bathtub's blown up. Water's in the bathtub. She's laboring like a motherfucker, all right? Madison is keeping me posted. Because I'm kind of her doula. 
Correct. Maddie, Even though yeah. I'm not trying I hired I was her psychological. Sister. She told me, she's like, I need you. No matter how bad the pain gets, I need you to be there to like <laughs> Don't cheer let me, me go through. To the Do not let me cave. She was like, do not. I need you You're to like, be there. You Mom and this. Nassim are going to try to get me to go to the hospital. I need you to be there to tell me to stick through it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> right. So Nassim is Danny's husband. And that's actually a great question. He was, what What side was he on? He wanted her in the hospital. No, okay. I remember. He wanted, yeah, he, he was nervous from the get-go of just, just like you've brought up, like what if something happens? My midwife actually made him feel really comfortable that if, if I was high risk or if there was anything that was – abnormal in any of my checkups she would send me to her doctor if you know she said that during labor if something wasn't right she would know before it ever got to the point of being dangerous okay she would send me okay so i mean they're they're super smart super i don't doubt that at all and so she's like there's never been she's never had anything happen go wrong yeah you know she's had to resuscitate babies because they come out black and blue but they're trained to do that right so so you get the I felt I felt yeah. very safe with her. Well, I get the call that she's laboring <laughs> and but then I wake I wake up cuz I'm checking my phone and at it was like midnight my time maybe 1 in the morning two of us cuz we're not we're Okay, so it was midnight and Madison said we're going to the hospital. <laughs> but by the way, Woo-hoo. not looking back just because I know I knew Danielle's plan and I just sometimes when we all have this plan in place and it doesn't go accordingly, I, it goes back to like, we just all kind of have to roll with the punches. Like life just is going to happen and this is the game plan. And the most important thing was getting Rome out safe, right? Obviously that was the end goal. But (laughs) so, but during, before you decided to go to the hospital at two in the morning, I labored hardcore. She tried. She really. I literally spent 10 hours of back-to-back contractions. They were what? Like a minute like apart? Like a minute apart. Did and you push? Were, no, I never she, got it, She only at home. She, she was only, only got dilated up so to for like 10 hours. five And I'll keep. This is the worst part. And this is the only thing I feel like. No, there was a couple other things. But that was the hardest part was I kept throwing up. Like literally 20 times in that whole time I threw up contract I'd throw up contract I'd throw up and I always had heard that that's a good thing because that means you're close Mm. so I was like shit we're 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 going we're getting there we're getting there and then the midwife's like you're only if you're not going anywhere she tested me (laughs) and she's like you're only reality sets in centimeters she texted you no she tested me (laughs) oh tested tested she texted yeah Yeah, she was doing this over zoom (laughs) I was delivering the baby it doesn't Yeah. She texted me. I was a pseudo doula. Yeah. Okay. So 10 hours and I literally had nothing left in my stomach. She looked over I was at me. white. She was like, I had no energy. I could barely even talk. The bath my eyes. The tub wasn't helping at that point. She'd been in the I'd tub get out of the tub. I'd go in the tub. I'd do Is the, the tub warm? Yeah. Yeah, it was warm. And still your midwife is like, no, we got this. She just supported me. Okay. And so it, there was never a point where she was like, we need to go. Um, it was it was finally my my just, call where yeah, I was yeah. just like I can't do this anymore because she was like we can if you really want to do this we can do this but I'm just telling you we might like I can't give you a timetable you're not progressing 
this could go on as it is for another five hours. Oh my god! You know, so it's like you just have to lay out the reality. And, and then I was like, trying did, to she lift just my looked arms. at me and she's like, I don't think I can. And I think there was a moment where, like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just get back in the tub and see if I can just get mentally there, right? Relax to see if I could just keep going. And I got in the tub and I was like, I'm gonna throw up again. And I literally threw up again. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Did you throw up in the tub? I'm sure no, you were back was up in the all bed over at the... that point, and she had you turn to the side to get in a different and position. I screamed, and she, yeah, <sighs> it was horrible. But it, like the back-to-back contractions, like where you don't get a break. Um, no, I can't even imagine. No, I mean I know how it I am with most... period cramps. I'm like, give me an epidural. It was the most <laughs> excruciating pain I have ever been in in my entire life. So you're like, I gotta go. You hop. She's so she's she looks at me at one point and she's like, I don't think I can do this. And and there everyone's looking to Danny to make the decision. Like we can go to the hospital. And I I she's like, I can't do this. I was like, let's get you to the hospital and like, just let's go. No more back and forth. Like and my something's midwife- not something's not progressing for a reason. Totally. Like, let's go. Like this is unnecessary mm-hmm. at this point. And my midwife looks at my husband and goes, Go grab go her get hospital bag. <laughs> And Not like, back. We don't and have then one. Scene looks at me. He goes, "What bag?" And I'm like, "We don't have one. Just get in the car and go." All right. So, spontaneous. Spontaneous. Yes. Let's go. Two o'clock. Two a.m. Our mom. My mom whips into Mama Bear gear and people the were bag, just grabbing helps. stuff. And I was just like, "Get me to the hospital. We'll get stuff later. Like, let's just go." Yeah. So, car contractions are the worst. Really? Yes. I'm like trying to rub her back or do something to calm me. her. Don't touch me. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't want to be touched. I just was like trying to breathe through them. I probably had like six in the car and I was just like, I was done. So How? do you go to the ER? I'm no, so confused. Labor, just labor we and drop delivery. into the, when we first went to the ER and there was like a gunshot wound oh, yeah. before us and they were like, we were like, we have a woman in labor and they're like, we have a guy that just got shot. Deal with, with your labor somewhere else. We're like, in yeah, labor and delivery, do? there's like a whole right? department okay. for you. Yeah. And, and so we have to like place. get in the car again and go to a different door. So it's whatever sh- doctor's working. Yeah, I looked out on that. Well, and that they had midwives on, so there there was. But my midwife, midwife she was came really with me cool. and stuck with okay. me the whole time. So she was my advocate, and I was still like, "Listen, at this point, just give me the give me the epidural." Epidural. How quick did it kick in? Uh, well, they, so you get there and they have to make sure your blood's okay. So that took Paperwork. an hour. No, I had to wait like an hour to get it. So that's why they gave me the laughing gas. They were like, you look like you're going to die. So here's some gas. And did it help? A little bit. It got me It got me through that. So they zip you into a room. There's an open room, yes. I guess. Yes. Okay, so yeah. there's an open room. Yes. I your think. family gets to come in. Yes. And then just you meet your doctor. Yeah, but you're, you're, dealing, with the, you're dealing with like most of the nurses. Nurses most of the time. Okay. Yes, the so only the nurse, time the doctor pops comes, in when the baby's coming. Got yeah, it. or she comes in, introduces herself. I'm the doctor on call. Um, and, and you then never it, really and then know it, what you're going to get with nurses. They can either mm. be amazing and they're awesome and you're like, oh, thank God. Or they're just like Rude because they see like rude. a lot of babies. Like your birth like is not special. Robotic special. almost. Yeah. It's yeah. the most special day of your entire life and they've delivered like 14 before your yeah. baby came. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately you're like epidural. Epidural. And okay. it was glorious. Nassim, <laughs> how are you Shout feeling at this point? Girls. I know he's got the you know, baby I'm right now. Happy to see her get some relief. Okay. He was happy to see her when, get some relief. I've never. We were, s- when we were at the bathtub stage, like I was in tears at one point. Yeah, he was crying. <laughs> it was rough. So it was it really got rough. Pretty rough there. So I was. 
I was like, this, you asked for this. Yeah. How quick did the baby come after epidural? Not quick. Not quick. So I was still, still determined to have a vaginal delivery. Did they give you Pitocin to like, yes. So it gets even worse. So, I mean, not horribly worse, but so they say, okay, we got the epidural. They're like, your water still has not broken, which I thought it broke because come to find out, I just kept peeing my pants. (laughs) When I wasn't in the tub, I was like, and that's got to be my water. And and I got to the hospital, and they're like, no, your water's still intact. So like, lovely. I was like, I've just cool. been urinating just all over myself. All over myself. That's cool. At this point, I didn't care, so it was fine. But so they're like, all right, we, we can either break it now and try and get things going, or we can let you sleep for a little bit because you do look like you're going to die. So I was like, let me sleep. Like, I need to sleep. So I slept for a couple hours. And they'll be like, you'll be dilated by morning probably. Like It'll probably gonna, kick in. You're going to be ready to you're go still come contracting all of that. So I slept for a few hours. They came back in and they're like, your water's still not breaking, so let's break it for you. So they broke it. And, and Did you feel normal. it? Because I heard that's painful. Is that no, not painful? No, because she, epi- she had the epidural. Right. So was it was glorious. So they I, do put like a hook up in there and, though and do it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you don't know what the fuck is going on. Okay. You're numb from the waist down. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Nassim looked over at the monitor and was like, do you feel that? You're having a contraction. I was like, no, I feel good. <laughs> this is fun. So they break it and the baby shoots out. No. Okay. No, I wish. So then, um, so they're like, all right, so we're going to let this, see how this goes. And I think it was like a few more hours later and they're like, you're still not progressing anything. Like, what? yeah, we need to, let's give you some Pitocin, which is the uh, fake... It kickstarts you into it to contract it. Did you get it? Yes. Yes. Okay. And that's like one thing I did not want. Give me all of it. All right. When I give birth, you give me all that shit. (laughs) Do not do this. Yeah. But I was like, at this point again, like you just have to surrender. And I was like, yep, just go for it. So I started contracting more and more. And every time I'd have a contraction, my baby's heart rate would just drop. And nurses would come running in because it would get really, really low. And me with no energy, because I still haven't eaten, they'd have like me flip over to my side or flip over to the other Keep side. Keep in mind, her leg, she's numb from the waist and down. I'm and she has to... up with cords. Like, I have to show you some pictures. They're oh my God. crazy. So yeah. then at one point, they're like, we need you to get on your hands and knees. <laughs> on all fours. Like a dog. <laughs> numb. My heart is and racing. Like, okay. And they'd have to like help me pick my body up to turn to try and get his heart rate to go back up because it would get dangerously low. And at one point I had like five nurses in there like trying to move my body. So then they were like, okay, we need to give you a drug to stop this Pitocin because he's not liking it. So they give me this drug and all of a sudden I was like, I don't feel good. And then I started throwing up. So this drug like literally made me sick. I don't even remember what it was called, but it stopped my contractions, but made me super sick. So again, I started throwing up. Are you furious at this point? Because you didn't want that medicine, and then they no, made you take again, it. And, I just, oh, okay. She surrendered at this I point. Just, just I don't know what's going on at this point. Okay. Like, I'm just trying to be pleasant with myself and right. trying to. And then the my nurses are. Mind. It's just like a waiting game. It's like a time thing, yeah. you know. And it's like, okay, what could we? And that's when it was kind and of. And so like, then they checked me, and they were like, "Okay, you're you're at like a seven or an eight. <laughs> you're still not ready to push." So. Oh we're gonna oh, just like write this out, see what experience. happens. <laughs> yeah. 
So we're going to let it ride for a little bit longer. Finally, they come back in a few more hours later and they're like, we're going to give me another hit of Pitocin, see if we can get this baby out. And I was like, okay, let's do it again. And again, anytime he would he would contract, like meaning try to come down. Yeah. Because the contraction is the baby working his way to the down, birth canal. Trying to get right. through. I didn't know uh, that, but that's good to know. Yeah. It, the yeah, body is so an incredible he, thing. He would drop again, every contraction. So again another cycle of the drug that stopped the contractions that made me sick that i started oh throwing up God. So i'm I had, like furious. two rounds of that and i was just like she's handling it like a champion oh. she's just sitting she's, what are you doing i'm Madison? just there because okay. there's so many nurses and then you also we would it's have to alternate scary. because they didn't want too many people so then it was like i don't even remember we'd have that. to alternate coming in and out oh. And, and you're updating Lala. I'm updating Lala. Okay. Kind of updating everybody in our family. And she's just looking like, like she's like, <laughs> no energy. Turn on, like, just get I was this like, I don't even with. know if I'm going to have enough energy to push. Like, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I felt so mad. So the nurse, or the, the, after like six nurses were in my room, they finally were like, we're going to call the doctor. So she comes in and she's like, here's the thing. We really do feel like he's got something going, like, in his way from coming down which is why he's having he's becoming stressed anytime he tries to get down he's trying just so hard to come into the world yeah. and he just couldn't he, he just, just was like hitting down. something so my doctor was like we can keep doing this but you're not accelerating anymore and it's get, getting kind of close to the point of like we need to get him out and he's stressed in there yeah <laughs> so and so yeah. it was again my choice because the the beautiful hospital i went to she had an emotional moment when well, they, they said just, the word they C-section. They support the woman. They don't like rush you into a C-section because they want to. They they really gave me the opportunity to like, I want to keep going. Or I was just like, fuck it, let's just get this baby out. And I had to surrender to that because that was like my worst case scenario was a C-section. C-section. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part Zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique underlash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on 
all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Did your midwife have an opinion? Was she, she like? No. She was kind of like something's no, holding him up. She even was like, "My, the midwife was even like, there's, there's no reason why he shouldn't be something, something, something's going on." Yeah, and it was the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck, his and his foot. and his and his head and his head he had it and his foot around and around like this way. Yeah, so this cord around mm. his the top of his head was in the way of the cervix or right at the cervix. So anytime he tried, yeah. it would pull him back up. I think if I would have waited, it would have turned into an emergency. <laughs> I think it would have too. Absolutely. And this is why, like, looking at it now, because we know he's here and healthy, we can laugh because it's like we make plans and God laughs. <laughs> but it was like, in that point in time, you just want the kid You out just have to healthy. surrender. Well, and the mom too. Right. Because yeah. there's a lot of moms who, you know, it starts affecting their health. And that was just like, it was, it was crazy. And I don't like look back and like, it, poor me, like I'm upset about the way things turned out. Like I have the perfect baby and my delivery was exactly the way it was supposed the to cert- be. The doctor was so chic. She came she in and she put so everybody at peace. She was like, it was she like, was yes, beautiful. she gets to do whatever is going to go down. That's yeah. beautiful she because you didn't I want this out. experience. You could have had an asshole doctor. They exist, but you had yeah. a beautiful. She was, she was really, yeah. I need to send her. I don't so know what it, C-section. Do they like rush in and then there's like tools? And I don't think it was no, emergency it was very, at that point. Emergency. Okay. It was calm. Okay. It, it was calm. very calm, peaceful. Nassim got, got to go in the room with me. I didn't feel a single thing. It's very quick and it's very like, you just feel pressure. Mm-hmm. You don't feel them cutting you open, but you feel like them like pushing the baby out. Right. They'll like push it up the top of your stomach, I think, to push them out. Mm-hmm. And you have like a tarp. Right? So, like, while they're cutting you open, nobody, like, Nassim, who's sitting next to me, he can't see him. He can't see over there, like, them actually cutting me open. No. There's, like, a But then they asked me, do you want to see him when we pull him out? So, yeah. So, I was like, yeah, I want to see it. Like, I want as much experience during this as I can get. So, I literally, like, put my head up and watched them, like, pull him him out of me oh that's so it was cute. cool it was really cool i didn't realize i yeah. didn't realize i well, thought they pull him out and they rush them off my phone. no to clean him up they do they oh. do but they said do you want to see him first and i said yeah so he so, didn't go directly onto your chest no that's another i don't think thing they can really after eating. c-section not after a c-section they have there's some doc there's some hospitals now that will do it yeah but no this was my first my first glance at him and it's still like kind of a she was hard so, memory. She was a little hormone. Yeah, she showed me photos and she's like, I'm so It's sad still that really hard to see. But this the world. Like, like, that's he's how not going to remember this. Saw him. But that's how I first saw him. Wait, what's wrong? Is that oh, plastic? It's, it's plastic. Okay, so there, she's showing a photo that is the baby through the plastic. plastic. Oh, he's Rome. so gorgeous. Oh, thank you. But that was, he's, and I'm bawling. I'm just like, of course. Oh, here. Every Look emotion. at, see, I think this is a beautiful photo. Really? Oh my god, I got yes, yes. I do because it's sad because of what I wanted. But again, I'm I'm learning to just let it go. But here's the fun, the funniest part about it all is I asked her, would you ever do a home birth? And she birth again. She was like, 
I will never, (laughs) ever take me straight to a hospital to give birth. I will never ask my husband for a home birth ever again in my entire life. I and I was number one advocate for it. I know, and your experience. Everyone, yeah, it's it's. This There's is such so a many broader thing, right? <laughs> yeah. We all live our lives due to the experiences that we have personally gone through. Yeah. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with that because I've been through this. So it's hard when you're trying to tell people why you pick to do certain things. Yeah. Because you're constantly coming from a place of you don't know because I've experienced it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You wouldn't well, this understand. Is, this wouldn't is understand. a free will realm, right? It's like our mom wanted her to just have a nice birth in a hospital. Right. Like, she, Danielle epidural. was a C-section. And then my mom had a baby every single way. A natural one. She's like, never. Right. And then epidural babies. And she's like, just do it. Just do it. But Danielle was so, no. no my want, decision is to do it this way. And so it's like, and at I that would point, watch, though, you just got to let people do what they want to do. I would watch like, YouTube home birth videos and stuff and they were just so beautiful and you're like i can do that yeah i can do that but it just I got mind fucked right but you know like, what it literally i don't know i don't know if like women all that visualize bodies handle labor and i'm sure they do handle labor differently there's so many different factors of course and that's why like but, there is but shout no out to specific. women that do it natural because it is beautiful and it's I don't but danielle i think you i honestly think you could have done it naturally but there was something something was keeping him inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was nothing that you could have done. No, and you have nothing no. to prove. No. But no. again, like I don't ever want to go through that experience again. No. So do you I yeah. just feel like because my labor experience, I wish that every single day I could do it again. Over Aww, and over again. Like if really, I could literally crazy. just do that every single day, like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I would do it. That's amazing. That's like a really happy story. Yeah, I know. And that's why I feel badly because everyone that's pregnant, I'm like, it was going to be amazing. (laughs) You're not going to feel anything. They just slip right out. And again, it's because Ocean kind of like I rolled into the hospital at 8 a.m. I was a little hungry. So they were like, we're not going to do anything then until you eat. So at 11 is when they started like the laboring process and inducing me. Yeah. And then at like 10, they broke my water and they were like, we're going to clean you up because the bed is soaking wet and I was like I don't even feel it I'm so tired yeah so just leave it so I just like slept in water all night (laughs) and then at 6 a.m they come in stick the fingers up and they were like in and out all night obviously check you know finger banging me to check my (laughs) cervix and at 6 they were like oh the head is we're there and they said give Uh. us a test push so I did one little and they go stop do not do anything. I'm looking at the head. We got to get the doctor in here. So I had to wait for the doctor. The doctor's like, oh, yeah, that's the head. Yeah, we're She's doing there. this. There we go. I'm sitting there pushing. And I'm like, am I doing it? They're like, you're doing it. I'm looking at her. It was like seven pushes and she was out. How? <laughs> that's beautiful. I know. That's Aww. why I feel so badly. I shouldn't tell anyone about my birthing experience. No. it's They, they all get here and they're yeah. all... It's Rome is beautiful. But I Thanks, did this girl. to Danielle. I projected. Yeah. yeah Rome. Okay. He's beautiful. He's perfect. Healthy. Aww, he oh he he's... was healthy, right? There was so healthy. Nothing wrong. 
So everyone's experience is different. He, he had a scowl when he came out because I think he was a little... Well, you have a scowl. He got my scowl. But <laughs> well, he was like, bitch, was, you're trying to make me give birth at home and <laughs> I'm all like I being yanked by this umbilical cord and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was traumatic. I look back and I'm like, fucking birth is hard. And I oh, wasn't yeah. expecting that. Women are superheroes. It's yeah. wild to think he, women used to do it at home. Yeah. Like there were probably there so no many babies that had to pass away because you of it. You didn't yeah. have an option. Yeah. You, you didn't even have the option to have a different, you know, it was like, it is what it is. Here we go. And you I had know. no way to even know what it was going to feel like, be like, all of it. You just had to fight through it, which I thought I could do. But is it yeah. weird, Madison, to be like, because you've obviously known me since childhood, your sister, you've known your whole life. Is it weird to be like, wow, these people are like responsible for human beings? <laughs> yeah, kind of, because you guys were such degenerates also for so long, <laughs> you know? But it's so beautiful to see the growth and like the next chapter, because some people like seriously just continue that party and they just like stay in that. And it's like, so, so to see it go from like, oh, wild wild free Hooligans. spirits just we were, pushing we the limits we were wild yes and then we now were. you guys are like the most amazing mothers Aww. thanks Mil. we're doing it d we're doing it wait what do you mean I'm... we were degenerates i thought we were fun i well i mean people who get shit face and fun it's degenerate <laughs> behavior it's fun but it's like you're not like i know maddie, maddie had anything. to have like a serious conversation with no, us when you two would do your edibles, edibles and then get she'd be like danny it was you're not hell. fun you you guys aren't fun well you would get angry and then you guys would be like writing you'd be in the same realm and then no one else would be in that realm with you and then you just there was no consideration for any organization or rules let's say like we had to like take a car somewhere <laughs> it was like babysitting it was hell. And then you're trying to like it have fun. fun. So we were you? So much yeah, you guys had fun. Yeah. Why didn't you get on that realm? You just chose well, not to. Live, Maddie went through together, like a very. I lived in New York, but I was having my own fun in New York. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I was, you know, I was like, that was a whole other chapter for me. There was, was this one. This one. Uh oh. Oh no. Because she wants to like place blame that we were like pure debauchery all oh, the time. Oh, shoot. Is my past going to come up right now? <laughs> yeah, it is. Is it the sailboat? <laughs> the sailboat? No. No, okay. this is on the rooftop at EPLP. Oh, yeah. We go to brunch. Yeah. We get wasted. At brunch, we meet this older couple. And when I say older, they're 60s? in their 70s. Yeah, old. Late 60s, early 70s, all right? And we're like, we're we going to EPLP. We become best friends with them. We go to this rooftop. We continue drinking. They come with us. They come with us. The old couple. Yes. They're like, we want to hang out with you guys. You yeah, guys they are come fun. with us. We're like, come on. Madison is wasted to the point where like she starts crawling in these. No, but no, no. This is not how it went down. How are you going to tell me how it went down? How, why did I start doing that? All right. Why did you start crawling through the Because shrubs? my sister got nasty with me. Oh. Oh, I did? And yes, we got in a little bit of a tiff. And you said something, and I was like, fine, I'm just going to do what you guys do. I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't remember this. And I so either. I started, exactly. <laughs> so I started just doing whatever, and I was just, I don't know she what I was the, doing. Well, I was it backfired. That, I committed to proving that point. It backfired. It, it is my point. She's and the bouncer comes over to me. I'm like, what do you need to do, kick me out? He kicked all of us out. I was like, yeah. fine, I'm ready to go home anyway. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we are... Elderly friends get kicked out as well. They have to come with us. 
So they, I don't know, in the midst of my like edible and vodka fog, the old couple comes up to me and they're like, they're not letting us leave. So I go up to the valet and I was like, you have to let them leave. Give them their car. Like they just want to go home. And he goes, they're not okay. I said, they're fine. They're like old people. And he goes, well, they just crashed their Porsche into the cement wall. So I'm going to say, no, they're not okay. I was like, oh, bye, Bob and Nancy. Gotta run. It was the weirdest fucking night. See, but that's weird. Degenerate. 100%. That's not like stand up behavior in a society. These are people. That's fun. How old were you? Great stories. You were in like last year. (laughs) Just kidding. No, we yeah, we were young. We were in our early 20s. Yeah. I'm dying because you've told I don't know if you've told the story on the podcast about when there was a guy and Danielle <gasps> was yelling through the the no. vent or something. It was James Kennedy. See, you have to tell that on the podcast. Oh, I'm See, but Danielle had rage. Danielle when so she So when she yeah. would drink, we would call her Bianca because she turned into this like angry she was dealing with heart, like the men in Los Angeles and being heartbroken and then just drinking and taking it all, all out on us. Yeah, she would get mean. <laughs> yeah. See, but look at her now. Look at the growth. An angel. No, but it be unconditional love. There we go. Full circle. Love. No, there was a night that I was, we were out and about. Danielle was. I got sent home early. I sent your ass home <laughs> early. They, I got sent home a couple different times. Yeah. Me and Tiffany put your ass in an Uber and I said, think I was like, crying. get her home I was safe. like crying at the club. I yeah. was just being a bitch. We were on Sunset Boulevard. It's because of men. It was because yeah. of a man. Yeah. Oh, no. Not crying at the club. She was crying at the club. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not trying you to deal with this. You need to go home. You guys are so good we, friends. I would never do this now. Just put my friend wasted and so upset into an Uber and make, be like, get her home safe. Yeah. But well, I did. I got home safe. You fell out of the window and <laughs> smacked your head on the concrete. I'm okay, though. See, pain I'm tolerance, okay. you guys. I'm She's okay. like, what, I got hit by a car? I didn't even feel it. But yeah. before this happens, I invite James over. And we're talking at the Olympic apartment. And she storms out of her bedroom. Danielle does. I was already asleep. You were asleep. Passed out. But she gets up. And you guys were and being loud. They were being loud. And I was trying to sleep. Yeah. And yells down the hall, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I look at James and I was like, all right, Danielle, go to bed. Go to bed. And she storms towards me. And I like kind of shoo her off and take James to my room. She puts her foot where the door is to stop it. I was like, get the fuck out of my space. <laughs> She proceeds, I lock the door, proceeds to go into her bedroom and we share a vent, right? We share a wall a vent. vent. <laughs> a wall vent. Is screaming through the vent. She's a whore. <laughs> Lol is a whore, James. Ask her who she had in her bed last night. Ask her, whore. <laughs> and then and James and I are looking at each other and I'm like, I'm not a whore. <laughs> I'm just someone that's having fun. I'm just sexually free. Oh, I always use a condom. It's the screaming through the vent. That is. I had to get the last word. That's so fucking funny. And you hearing the echo. No, I could hear it through the vent. Funny. It was like a rickety, like janky apartment. And then it's just like dead silent. I wake up the next morning. I go in her room, and I stand over her with my hands on my hips. And she goes, 
Good morning. I go, do you know what you said to me last night? And I tell her she felt so bad that she bought me an Einstein's bagel. You paid for my breakfast that morning. I I feel really bad. Like, it's funny, but it's not that's not okay i thought it was hysterical that's funny that's a funny story, story but i laughed so hard at that story i've heard it like i don't feel six times she later took one for the team with like that guy remember when i put the guy in your bed oh <laughs> i put the guy i put i put i put saint in your bed because the guy that i just like moved into the apartment oh yeah came home and i was like i hid this guy in danielle's room we can't have sex tonight because i already had sex with him wow <laughs> i <laughs> I may have been a hoe. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. You only live once. You'll yeah. Yeah. when you feel like you're ready. <laughs> I don't need to repent. Okay. My cookie needs to do the repenting because she want what she won't. She won't. Oh, Rome is gonna go. Rome needs. Her, she's gonna go. Rome needs his mom. Yeah. Mama. This was so a much fun. <laughs> what a tangent of a podcast. I mean, I giggled a lot. I feel. I do feel like. I did some DMT. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Give Them Wala podcast. I love you all. Happy hump day. Throw back a drink for me. If you don't drink, have some Perrier on my behalf. I love you. Catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.